Welcome to the Successful Contractor, powered by CertainPath, a show for residential contractors about residential contractors. We chronicle business journeys, share insights, and celebrate successes in this wonderful industry. I'm your host, Bob Houchin. For more information on how CertainPath can put your contracting company on a certain path to success, visit our website, www.mycertainpath.com. I hope you enjoyed today's show and take away a nugget or two. Brad, thank you so much for making time for me today. I really appreciate it. How are you doing? I'm doing great. Yeah, good, good, good. Uh, for those of you who don't know uh, know who we are, I haven't mentioned the group yet, could you share your name, your company name, and where you guys are located? Uh, my name is Brad Garnett. Uh, my business is in Northwest Arkansas. It's Brown Boys Roofing. Very good, very good. We're meeting for an excellent reason. You had a superb year last year. You always have a Superb year. You're a crown, multi-time crown champion with the roofing part of CertPath, right? How many years in a row? Yes, sir. Four years in a row. And that's that, that's for a million dollars in sales, right? And excellent. And let's see. Last year, you said what? You did what exactly? Last, just say last year, I was about at 1.6. 1.6. That uh, was mostly retail, right? Because you didn't have a lot of... Yes. Yes. It's, it's, it's been pretty much retail. Uh, we just haven't had... Uh, we had a little storm this year at the first year, but... yeah. But yeah, last year was pretty tough. Yeah, 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 for sure. So you had to really lean on those good sales skills. <laughs> well, it's, we're going to talk about how you you approach a sales appointment in a minute. But I always like uh, to learn people's personal stories and their journey and how they got to where they are today. Uh, I'm not sure what that one. How did you get into roofing? Because you originally were from the insurance side, right? I was. I, I met uh, the founder of Brown Boys probably 25, 26, seven years ago. Yeah. Um, and of course I was a large loss property adjuster, mm -hmm. uh, with a large insurance company. Mm -hmm. And, uh, so I retired from them and I don't know how, uh, but Bill, um, was able to know before I retired mm -hmm. and he started calling me mm -hmm. and, uh, I, I kind of joked at him. I said, oh, Bill, I said, you're asking me to be a roofer? <laughs> you're crossing the line. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, oh boy, you know, and, uh, cause you know, you, you got a lot of, you got several other people that, you know, aren't real legit companies in that business. Yeah. And, and so, uh, but yeah, it was, it was an easy, easy swing over because I, I'd known Bill and their company for, like I said, 20 plus years, and they were always honest with me. The integrity was there. So you got, because you got to see it the other side, you got to see what they're all about. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. That's mm -hmm. great. So you come aboard, what was your training process like? I mean, I know, you know, the roofing part, but there's a, there's a rhyme and a reason to how to the sales process, right? That sure. That they teach. Sure. How did you learn that? Uh, I still feel like I'm learning it. Mm -hmm. uh, but uh, I came in and, and Bill kind of got me in the company. And then, then uh, I went to a school in Philadelphia. Mm -hmm. uh, and then I've also gone to a school in um, Phoenix. Mm -hmm. So uh, a couple, couple of really good trips and just good information. Yeah. Uh, that sort of thing, and then just trying to read books and yeah, go from there. And I, if I'm not mistaken, at Brown Boys, you guys are always training, right? You're always talking about soft skills and how to be better at what you do. Sure, we we role play a lot of skills, mm -hmm. uh, and then we we try to meet every day on Zoom calls. Okay, um, uh, every morning, and we kind of run through our day before, yeah, uh, and and uh, good points, bad points, yeah, you know, and just learn from each other. We're pretty tight crew. I was going to say, you got a number of crown champions, right? How many is there this year? Uh, we have 
four of our five. Four of your five. That's fantastic. I bet the fifth one's still doing pretty good. The fifth one just started. Uh, he just started last year, and had he had enough time, he would have been here as well. That's right. That's right. What's it like having that many talented people, you know, to work with? Is it competitive or is it more collaborative? Well, it's it's both. I mean, you, we always share what we've done, and so that kind of pumps everybody to, you know, we'll get out there and get out there and get more, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so you're always competing. Um, Will's done an amazing job uh, in his leadership and in what he does. I mean, we have we have a every month. You know, whoever wins the month, you know, gets a little name on a plaque. You know, come the end of the year, uh, whoever won the most months, they wind up in a uh, wearing a wrestler's belt. You would. <laughs> You know, yeah, that's right. So they got their wrestlers belt every like year. So just a lot of good things. And that's awesome. That's awesome. So when you guys are day to day, do you have like a text thread going? If you guys sell something, or you just talk about it every day? Oh, sure. We we have a a dream team. <laughs> Is that what it's called? <laughs> uh, line. And yeah. So we we share, you know, goods and bads. We talk, you know, about different things were different insurance companies you know oh hey what are they like uh and you know do you know this person or that person yeah yeah what's how many adjusters do you guys typically work with i mean do you kind of know the whole roster in your area then no no Uh, because you have a lot of catastrophe adjusters that come in sure so um we pretty much know the locals yeah um and work with all those guys support for this podcast comes from certain path software CertainPath software is easy to implement in your business. It combines all the tools, systems, and features you need to run a profitable company of any size, from 500000 up to $200 million. CertainPath software is designed to make every step intuitive, so you and your team can focus on serving customers. Pricing, invoicing, options, materials, job photos, financing options, and more are combined into a single easy-to-use interface. When technology makes the lives of your team easier, you know they'll be focused on what they do best. Discover how certain past field apps streamlines the steps your technicians take on each call. Go to www.mycertainpath.com today to learn more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's it, what's it like at working with the Brown boys? I know the Browns for a long time are just seem like they seem like great guys, but I don't work with them day to day. It's a family. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's, we have, I, I want to say we have 26 now. When I started four years ago, we were nine. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so we've really grown. Uh, but where else in the world can you walk in? Every Wednesday morning, we have a meeting of everyone. Uh, and the first thing we do is take off our hats and pray. Mm-hmm. And so, I mean, where can you do that in America today? Yeah. And they and they sure seem to worry about their people and, and their life. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. And there's, there's nothing they wouldn't do for anybody in the company. Yeah. You know? And I see the work that you guys do a lot of work in the community. I think there was some around the oh, holidays. Absolutely. Well, in April, May, uh, we become Pink Boys mm-hmm. for that month. Uh, and we donate 20 grand to breast cancer. Yeah. Uh, and we try to find those those companies that 90 or more percent of your money actually gets to the people. Right. Uh, we're also in uh, in with Folds of Honor. Yeah. Uh, Great. Yeah. So then we're, then we're, camp camo boys yeah <laughs> uh, so yeah yeah it's a good time that's neat that's really neat um all right well let's let's i want to dig into your your sales process how you approach every you know with your appointments day by day 
Uh, when you get in your truck, get ready to go to your first appointment of the day, mm -hmm. what, how much history, how much research are you doing on the homeowner? And then what do you do to kind of get mentally prepared for that call? What's your problem? Well, it's like generally, generally in the, in the mornings, uh, well, the evenings I will look at my schedule for the next day and I'll kind of look at the little notes that tell me kind of what's in front of me and what times. Yeah. Uh, and, and, uh, the next morning I, I do most of my stuff early morning. Okay. Um, uh, get up, uh, we have our little family time and then I'm at the kitchen table, uh, probably an hour before I'm needing to leave the house. Okay. And, uh, I run through in, in job Nimbus, I run through any of my, any of my tasks that might, I might've calendar forward and follow up and, you know, kind of plan where I'm going to put those people. Sure. Uh, you know, and make those phone calls. Yeah. Uh, and then. Then, then it's pretty much after that I know where I'm going. Okay. And so generally, I'll leave my house at eight, and usually my appointments are eight thirty, uh, ten thirty, one thirty, and three thirty. There you go. Okay. Very good. So when you go to that first call at eight eight thirty, um, what are you thinking about? Do you just listen to music? Do you not like to listen to anything at all? Oh, I've already been in the mirror telling myself how great I am. <laughs> you know, that sort of thing. Yeah. You're a good-looking guy. Today is going to be a blessed day. It's we're going to have an awesome day today. That's right. So you get yourself yeah. pumped up before. You oh, sure. Sure. That's great. How, how do you handle it? Say that 830 doesn't close and you did your best and the boy, they were just a, a pain in the, you know what? And you got to go to that next one. How do you kind of shake it off to go to that next one? Uh, those things are going to happen to everybody, yeah. but you just got to stay. I don't let that affect me. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm going to be a joyous person every day and I can't help it if some people are in a bad mood. Sure. You know, that doesn't, that doesn't affect me and make me in a bad mood. Right. Good for you. Good for you. All right. So you, let's talk about that first point that you pull up to the home, right? You get out of the truck, a expedient manner. You walk briskly up to the door. Not, I try to get my card. I already have my card. Okay. There you go. Uh, and, and, uh, then, you know, I, I park and try to look at where I'm parking. We park on the street generally. Yeah. Um, but I'll, I'll get out. And the first question is, you know, I'll say, Hey Tom, uh, and, You'll say, hey, and I'll say, here's my card. I'm Brad with Brown Boys. Nice to meet you. Uh, this is after I've called you about 10 minutes before getting there. Okay, so you do like to call personally. I, I do. I like to call. Our office sends out uh, a little notice saying, hey, your guy's coming. Yeah. And, and has a picture of me and my family. Yeah. So they feel like they already kind of know that I'm going to be at the door. Right. But I just like to touch base with them and kind of my notes yeah. that I have. Yeah. You know, make sure my notes are all correct, that I know what they're really looking for. And you say it's that, that's that opening conversation over the phone. But sure. Okay. And then when I get there, I can just give you my card. Yeah. Hey, I ask them if my car's parked. Okay. Yeah. Um, and then if I'm going inside, uh, I'm, I like to find out what kind of time frame they have. Oh, very good to know if they're rushing. Okay. Yeah. Because you know, some people say, well, I got, I got 30 minutes before my zoom call. You know, a lot of people working from home. Yeah. Well, then I know what kind of time frame we got. Well, how long is your Zoom call, Tom? Right. Uh, and then then uh, you say, well, I got a 30-minute Zoom call. Well, great. You know, I let them know what I'm going to do. Yeah. And then uh, and then where I'm going to go next. Yeah. And then, you know, after your Zoom call, I'll come back to the door. Okay. I mean, that sort of tactic. Okay. Now, if we're not in a rush and we're just standing there, uh, Tom's a guy that wants to get it done now and no more time wasted on it. Yeah. Or, or Tom's guy's going to need a lot of information to be comfortable. Yeah. You know, uh, 
or Jane's just this super happy person that's going to keep me here all day wanting to talk right. and visit. You know, they got the cookies ready for you with a cup <laughs> of milk uh, type of thing. Yeah, so you, so you change your approach based on that. A, a little bit, and then I kind of look around mm -hmm. uh, for, you know, they open the door and, you know, you'll see photographs of their family or you'll see, you know, a deer head on the wall that they're obviously proud of. Yeah. You know, those sorts of things. You might see a boat in the yard, you know what I mean? And you, and you try to pick those things. Hey, man, I noticed you got a boat out there. That's a nice boat, you know, and I love to fish, you know, if it's a fishing boat and yeah. kind of go from that a little bit. Right. Uh, and then, but I got to, you know, I got to be careful with how much. Sure. And sure. And then it's the business after that. Right. Okay. So when, uh, when you have, get down to the business, do you have to sit down somewhere or you just kind of do it wherever you're standing and, you know, you don't push it? I, I mostly, I mostly sell for my truck. Okay. Believe it or not. Right. Uh, because I, I feel like we, we're quality mm -hmm. and uh, we're certainly not priced uh, like everyone else in my market. Right. And uh, most of the time we're a little higher than even the insurance will pay. Yeah. Uh, so I like to take them to my truck and let them feel products, let them show them products, let them look at, because I want to know what type of loose system that's going to be best for them. Right, right, right. So uh, what are what are some of the questions you get into about the roofing system right away? Like, you know, why why you why'd you call us today? You know what you know? Did you kind of yeah, talk I, about what they're? I've kind of I've kind of done that on that phone call on that phone call. Yeah, that first phone call. Okay. So I kind of know if they got a leak. You know, I'm going to be throwing on the floor savers and going in the house. Okay. After I get to the door. Yeah. And then you and I can chat as we go. Sure. Um, but if uh, if they don't have a leak or anything, hey, I just, I, I just think I might have some hail damage to my roof. Mm -hmm. Well, then I'm, I'm explaining to them what my process is, what, I, what everything I'm going to be looking at. Yeah. Um, and then generally I'm going back to my truck. Okay. Okay. Sure. Do you talk about how you like, do you give any kind of, we we'll call a credibility statement where you talk about how many years you've been in, in insurance and roofing at that point and how Brown boys is different, or do you save that for later in the call? Um, it varies. It varies, right? You know, it, it really does. It varies. I mean, some people will notice I always wear a Navy hat. Mm -hmm. Oh, okay. I was prior military. Yeah. So, so a lot of people will notice that and ask me about Navy and, you know, and I can find out if they were in the service, you know, th those sorts of things. But, uh, as far as mine is kind of, uh, you know, I, I'm really trying to focus on Tom when I'm at Tom's house Yeah, and his needs. Right. And, and so that's that's pretty much my approach is is what what do I need to find out from Tom? Yeah. Um, okay. Yeah, in order to move forward. So you had that opening conversation at that point. Is it getting on the roof and and, and checking it out, or do you start? You, you have any kind of uh, well, if you use a roof. You do some ass to to measure as well, right? Or what do you guys do? We 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 use a roof snap as roof far snap. as us our estimates go. Yes. Okay. But we have a. What I generally do is I'll tell you. If you have a leak inside, I'm putting on floor savers. Let's let's go look at the leak, okay? Then I identify the leak inside. Then I'm going in their attic, okay? And I'm looking where the leak's coming from. Right. Let's let's find it. And then once I've identified that, I'll go to the roof. Yeah. Okay. And and usually those are repairs, and so I'll estimate the repairs for them. Yeah. Um, but I'll tell them that as I'm coming back, you know, before I get on the roof. Mm -hmm. Hey, now I'm going to go out here. I think I know where your leak is at. I'm going to go up here and inspect it. It could be something real simple. Yeah. We want to identify that first. When I get done with that, I'm going to be going to my truck. 
in preparing an estimate uh, for you. Do you do approach just straight replacement calls the same way? Do you get in the attic and you know, on the roof and all that? Because I know a lot of roofing companies don't do that. Yeah, um, I mean, especially if they have a leak. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I, we try to get in all our attics. Yeah. Uh, a g- good reason for that uh, is you, you want to protect your company. Sure. So if if uh, if I'm not getting in the roof, and let's say the supply company shows up out there and, and some of the framing wasn't right, yeah. they go loading the roof with shingles, uh, and we do the roof job, and afterwards they're going, hey, there's a huge sag here, you know, in my roof, and I go up there and there's broken rafters. Mm-hmm. And, well, the broken rafters might have been a problem before they loaded the roof. Sure, sure. And so if I can identify those things, I can tell the customer about them, and we can resolve some of those issues on the front end. Absolutely. Now, I'm sure a big part of your process in doing this is taking lots of pictures or videos, stuff like that. Absolutely. Do you do video or just do pictures? I'm, I mostly do pictures. Pictures, right. Uh, photographs, but uh, some of the guys do, and, yeah. and uh, it's not a bad tool to use. Sure. Uh, here's your roof. You know. Right, right. Uh, any Anything that's going to stand you out from the other companies in your area. Yeah. I bet uh, when you put those, those leak calls or someone's like, oh, it's just going to be a simple simple repair, right? This will be cheap. And then you get in there and you go, oh, my goodness, what is this investor? I mean, the, I mean, it's got to be shocking. You see the, maybe some mold or some, you know, all this broken stuff. How do you then talk to someone and go, hey, Mrs. Jones, I'm, I'm sorry, but we got to, Look at you. This is more than maybe a simple repair. Well, what's that conversation like? Uh, I think what you have to be is truthful. Yeah. Um, don't be afraid of it. Yeah. You know, people are people. Think think if you were in their shoes <laughs> and a professional comes into you and, and they're telling you the truth, mm-hmm. you're going to be able to tell that's the truth. Yeah. Uh, and, and if they're not, you're going to be able to see that pretty well. Yeah. Uh, some guys are pretty good at hiding it, but. But I, I think honesty is just the best policy. Right. Uh, and telling them the truth and then sharing pictures with them and showing them, help them understand it if they know nothing about construction. Yeah. Um, here's the things that we can do, but you're going to need to do these things first. Um, but like I say, it's you're, you're helping them. The problem's not going to get any worse than it is now. Yeah, for sure. For sure. So let's say, uh, you know, okay, so you maybe it's a repair call that they think is a repair call. And you go, oh boy, this is, this is, pro-. or maybe it's borderline, right? Maybe it's something that could be repaired, but you know, maybe the roof's eight, nine years old and then you want to do a, 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 some replacement options. Will you build both out some repair options? Sure. Repair? Absolutely. Yeah. And, and I might give them my opinion. Yeah. Uh, you know, uh, Hey, you can, you know, the back slope's gone. Yeah. Okay. Can't really identify a lot of damage here. Mm-hmm. Uh, the front chimney's leaking. Uh, your roof is 18 years old, uh, and where we live in the country, without really good ventilation, yeah, uh, you know, a 30-year roof, it's lucky to make it 15, 17 years. Yeah, uh, and so, you know, hey, we can fix this leak on your roof. You know, it's going to be this much, but I'm going to be right back here probably within a year or two, and you're going to be replacing the whole thing, mm-hmm. and that's going to be money down a hole. You know, so. Uh, it's really your choice. You know, I'm here to give you options and to tell you where you're at. Right. You know, but definitely got to fix this. But my advice would be, let's just go ahead and knock the thing out because roofs aren't going to be any cheaper than they are right now. Sure. Sure. Yep. That's right. Cause it's, everything's just going on, right? Eggs and, like and everything else. else. Yeah. Right. Right. Um, when you 
Again, before you get to the options, I, want, I should rewind it a bit. And how do we, um, how do you differentiate yourself and Brown Boys? And talk about guarantees and, and again, differentiate yourself from all the other guys that could come behind you, right? If they don't want to buy that day. So, or how do you kind of sell yourself in the company at that point? Well, for one, you know, I do come from the insurance background, so I've met them all. <laughs> Okay, the good, the bad, and the ugly. Yeah. So I wouldn't be working for this company if they weren't honest. Uh, they, they're going to be here tomorrow. They're going to be there next day. They're going to answer their phone. Okay, a lot of these guys won't. Uh, we have no fine print in our contracts. So that's a plus for us and all my competition. They have all kinds of things in their contract that they don't cover, even if they damage it. Yeah. Uh, so... We're the only company that I'm aware of that does a no leak guarantee. Mm. And we don't get it right. And we're going to make it right. But then we're going to fix the interior damage as well. Mm. Uh, and that's got to be a big piece. Of and and I've seen I've seen it time and time again. Uh, we, we have our own crews that only work for us. We offer the best products. I can share those samples with people and show them this is where I'm leaning and why. Uh, so know your products really well. Know your products inside and out. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. When you build your your options, how do how many options do you like to, to give? Typically, I'm giving them three, three or place, three or four. Okay, and how are, how do they differentiate? Um, generally, I'll I'll have one that's a quality shingle that's black kind and quality of what they have. Mm -hmm. Okay, and then then I'll have a little bit better uh, quality shingles. Say like we'll go from. Uh, and Owings Corning to a malarkey, which they're made with different materials. Mm -hmm. Okay, so one one's made with asphalt, uh, and now the asphalt ones have come up so much that like the malarkey shingle, which I laugh about the name, uh, <laughs> but but they're made out of a polymer synthetic mm -hmm. uh, that actually flexes, mm -hmm. so you're less likely to get hail damage in my area where. On average, about every eight years, your house is going to get hit by hell. Right. Uh, and then I may step up from there to a class class three mm -hmm. impact shingle, which a lot of insurance companies will give you discounts for putting that on your house. Sure. And then uh, some of the houses are curious about the impact four. Right. You know, so uh, I can do all four of those, but usually I'm doing the three. Okay. And then I'm taking you to my truck and show you the whys and wants. And then and it helps probably when you can feel what you're buying. Oh, sure. And you can look at it, you know, and say, here's how they overlap. Here's how big the nail line is. And here's what they're talking about. And I use little books and illustrations and yeah, you can, you know, but touchy feely, you know, the difference between tearing. Oh yeah, that's pretty cheap. Oh, that's better. That's 30 pound felt. And here's what we use synthetic. Oh, wow. I can't tear this. Right. Well, yeah. uh, it's all it's uh, just, just the products that we use. Yeah. Uh, when you when you give them, when you um, do you write out the options? Or are they on a, a computer? Or what do you do? I, typically, what I'll do with that is once I've had my estimates built, mm. is I will email a copy of that to the customer, uh, and then I'll get out of my truck. I'm going back up to the house, tapping on the door, uh, and then. I try to go in and let's, let's find a place we can sit out. Okay. So you do like to sit out at that point. Mm -hmm. Okay. And then what, how does that conversation go? Uh, just casually. Okay. You know, uh, I, I wanted to confirm number one, Tom, that you, that you, uh, received 
the estimates. Yeah. I just emailed them to you, so I wanted to find out if you have those. Okay. Is there a place that we can go and sit down for a second? Sure. Because uh, there's a lot of options, and I want you to understand the different systems I put together for you. Okay. And when I look at those, uh, how detailed, I mean, is it, is it you've got everything that, that differentiates the, each one right listed there? Well, I mean, it, it, it will tell you the shingles, and we've already been to my truck, and you've yeah. you've already seen the samples. You've already kind of gone through them, and so you, you know what you're getting. Right. Now, is those prices, is it is it uh, like a finance price on each one and the whole total price, or...? Yeah, I, I do the I do the math and I share just for legal reasons. Yeah, um, we have a line item in there where each one I'll quickly do a little calculation. Yeah, uh, and I can type in there the approximate what the finance would be. Right, and I, yeah, all three of them will have different little financing. Like I say, most of the people I'm selling to though don't use financing. Really? Um, well, because they have a thousand dollar deductible or two thousand. Well, well, yeah, on the insurance work, right? Yeah, and but so, it, but if it is a retail job, what we call retail, where you're sure. dealing with insurance, sure, you'll you can, you'll have the full finance price come on there. Well, on every estimate that I do, there'll be a line item in there telling you if you would like to finance it. Okay, you can, and and some people, uh, you know, I mean, I offer it to everyone. Okay. I'll, I'll talk about it with everyone. Yeah, um, well, you know, even even with your deductible. Okay. You know, you want to spread your deductible out for a year, we can do that. Right, right, right. You know? What's the most popular financing product you guys use for people that use it? Uh, right now, service first. Mm-hmm. Uh, what is it? What I, it's it's a thing that's zero, six, uh, six months, 0%, yeah. no, no down payment. Okay, very good. And do you get some of that where people want to stretch it out for 20, 20 years? Or do you have something that, that Well, this, you know, th- but this one rolls over to, I think, a six-year plan. Okay. So, I mean, basically, there's no interest for that first six months. There's no payment, nothing. And you can pay as much on it as you want. Okay. Okay. And then then that will roll into like a 1499 okay. um, plan. And it's for, you know, quite a ways sure. out there. Sure. Now, you brought up insurance. So, let's go ahead and approach that a little bit. Let's talk about how much different uh, a sales appointment is with insurance. I'm assuming you want to be I'm, there when the adjuster is there. Sure. Right. Well, so. Um, I'm there to help the adjuster. Right. I under, I mean, those guys aren't, uh, I guess, having come from that side. Right. Okay. Uh, I remember the first day I met Rich, I'll give you an example. Okay. Okay. Rich had been in the roofing business a long time. He meets me on this roof and he's kind of being real confrontational. <laughs> By the way, Rich is a, a roofing coach with certain path that worked for Brown boys for people watching and listening. Sure. Don't know who he is. Yeah. Go ahead. But anyway, uh, he was just being real confrontational, yeah. you know, and just, uh, you know, kind of just, we'll, we'll leave it at confrontation. Yeah. Okay. And finally I turned around to him. I said, dude, I'm not your enemy. Yeah. You know, I'm here to do a job just like you. Yeah. I said, just point to things and I'll be happy to help you learn anything about insurance you want to learn. Yeah. Uh, and I think once he figured out we're not enemies right. anymore, right. uh, uh, I think that's when he really started blossoming and did so good in what he did. Yeah. Um, and I, as a matter of fact, when I hired in with Brown Boys after retiring, that's been five years ago. Yeah. Uh, he hired in about the same time I did. Is that way? Okay. Both sales. And he said, you don't remember me, do you? And I said, no. Is that right? And he, he brought that up to me. Yeah. And then even when he was teaching guys in roofing yeah he would still use that scenario as a memorable you know, in his career that that we're not enemies and so i'm there to help 
Yeah. You know, hey, I'm already there before they get there. My ladder's already up. You want to use my ladder? Right. How can I help you? That's cool. You know, do you want me to mark things for you or point things out, or you want me to get out of your way? Oh, that's interesting. You know, when you first approach the gesture, do you, do you explain to them that you, you did? I mean, you don't want to be cocky that I did this for 20 No, usually I don't. Yeah. I mean, you know, it's just, hey, I, I was an adjuster for a while. Yeah. Uh, if you want my help, tell me if you want me to just get out of your way. You will say casually, just so you know that. Yeah, yeah. I understand what you're going through, and I'm not here right. to beat, beat you up. And so I'll have different ones. Some of them will get on the roof, and they'll they'll go, here, here's some chalk, you know. Yeah have at it yeah you know so i'm helping them speed up their process you know and they appreciate it right um how much contact do you have with the adjuster after that initial meeting because i know you guys don't like to be in the insurance businesses yeah well it, it does it does vary uh, i probably do it more than everyone else because i understand how to get the paperwork where and what they're dealing with so anywhere i can help them right you know uh i, I try right right because those relationships uh you know, sometimes they can, they'll start asking people, they'll start asking people, you know, every one of their customers. They'll say, hey, do you have a roofer? No, I don't have a roofer. What do you care if I call one and bring one out with me? They're a great company here in Northwest Arkansas. Yeah. So, I mean, they can really become your friends. Right, right, right. Um, you treat, treat people the right way. Doesn't yeah. have to be confident. Yeah, right. That's interesting. So, I, I know you said earlier, there's a lot of instances, maybe all instances, or you guys are a little higher than what the insurance sure. company will cover. So what is that conversation like then with the homeowner? Because you already quoted them, right? What what you think the replacement options, what they're going to cost, you know, to pay Brown. But sure. All of a sudden it's $3,000 less. And I'll go, oh man, what, you know, so what's that conversation like? I go, I thought this was going to cover everything. Yeah. Well, Tom, did you, you know, you saw the products that we use. Mm-hmm. Okay. You know, you know, our processes we have crew supervisors. You said that's important to you. Mm. Um, you know, we have people on the ground picking up nails constantly. You said that's important to you. You don't want to flat after I'm gone. You know, uh, you, you like our warranties. Um, you said that's, you know, that's important to you. Well, those things have value. Mm. Okay. And they, and it costs us to operate the way we operate. But we're the best. Mm. And so how many times did you do this in your, in your lifetime? Right. You know, I mean, once, maybe twice. You know, don't you want the best thing if you're just doing it once? Yeah. And you can still finance that three thousand dollars. Yeah, absolutely. We've already talked about that. But from the time I get there to the time I leave, I'm trying to build value. Mm-hmm. And if I do a real good job at building value, mm-hmm. they're gonna buy from me. Yeah. I, I like that you brought up supervisors. We didn't talk about that earlier. How do you how do you sell the benefit of that? To a homeowner, like most homeowners don't know a thing about roofing, right? Right. So what? What's the supervisor? Don't all companies have those? Well, sure, but you know, uh, um, in the roofing business, generally you talk to a salesman one time, you get sign sign a contract, okay? They're going to order material, okay, and they're going to call a roofer. Roofer's going to come out, and he's going to do the roof. Then they're going to come by, pick up their money, and then they're going to pay the roofer and pay the supplier, keep the rest. And that's, it's as simple as that, okay? Not our company. Who's going to make sure it's nailed properly? You know, who, who's going to make sure that the products that we have in that estimate are actually going on your roof? Uh, nobody's running off with any decking. Mm. These supervisors are taking pictures as, as we go. We'll have as many pictures of your roof being put together correctly. Um, I like, to, I like to, to leave our, our book, you know, in, in with them while I'm there and I just take that back, but it shows them features. I like to teach them about roofs just a little bit. You know, mm-hmm. here's the flashing that we use, 26 gauge metal. 
here's what the other guys use. You know, here, here's what you're going to get with them. Here's what you're getting with me. Yeah. And, and if you can build that value, no matter what company you're in, um, the, the, the money's not the problem. Right. It's, it's, uh, you know, some people want a Corvette, mm-hmm. you know, sure. They could go get them a Hyundai, you know, but you know, they understand cars. Mm-hmm. So if you help them understand whatever business you're in, yeah. you know, if you help them understand, then they know what they really want. Right. It's just my job to teach them enough for them to make a choice. And then, and then nine times out of 10, I mean, yeah, they're, they're going to make the best choice for them in their own finances. Sure. Sure. Um, you mentioned ventilation a little bit ago. How often do you see roofs that are not properly ventilated? Probably 90% of them. New construction, you know, they just, it's kind of like builder grade carpet. <laughs> you know? Yeah. What are they going to do? Right. So that helps differentiate yourself too, right? Okay. She says, sure. Mrs. Jones, you just don't have enough ventilation. This roof is, is aging yeah, way that's, fast. That's at my truck too. When we're opening books, you know, I'm like, Hey, this ventilation's important. Has anybody else talked to you? About I was going to say exactly. You, you know, know stuff. and I use my books. I use different tools. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and it depends on my time too mm-hmm. and their time. Sure. You know, but, if, but if I have just, they have all the time. I have all the time. I'm doing the full thing where they really understand what they're getting. Support for this podcast comes from Yellowstone Local. Are you a home service company struggling to find experienced employees to hire? Then you need to schedule a meeting with Yellowstone Local, the undisputed leader in helping home service companies build high-performing teams. Yellowstone Local doesn't just fill open positions. They shift your entire recruiting paradigm, changing your brand into a magnet for amazing people and helping you hire people that embody your vision, your drive, and your commitment to excellence. With an intentionally extensive approach, you'll have a partner that builds and executes the entire process for you, saving you time and money while getting the best results. So in an industry where your product is your people, don't settle for less where it matters most, Visit YellowstoneLocal.com today and experience a different way to hire. For more information, contact Warren Lentz at 512-962-2638 or email Warren at YellowstoneLocal.com. Right. I feel like in roofing especially, it's it's an issue where, oh, I'm going to get other bids or Hey, here's a bunch of other bids I got. So how do you handle when someone goes, Hey, here's all these other bids I got. Why are you uh, so much more? What typically I'm going to go, wait, 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 wait. wait. <laughs> I don't want to look at those. Okay. I want to build my own, own thing. I have a survey here that I want to take with you. Very good. You know, where I know what you really need. Right. Okay. Once I know what you need, I'm going to go put together several things mm-hmm. and, and then I'll look through theirs. Um, we can sit down together and look through all of them. Yeah, I can help you understand what they're offering, and I can help you see what I'm offering. She'll go right through it, and yeah, and say, "Well, they don't have this, and we're in no North Carolina apples to this, and oh man, look at this! They're going to put a lien on your house. Yeah, oh, wow. you know, by signing this contract, we can just we can add any amount of money on the tail end of this, and you got to pay it. Right? You know, things like that. Sure. You know, how do you handle the people that? Uh, well, first of all, how many times are it's like about, and it's a, you do a lot of insurance, so it's, there's multiple visits with insurance, it seems like, right? Mm. Or not as much. Sometimes. I mean, we all love the one contact close. Yeah, I was going to ask. Uh, yeah, I'll uh, be able to close it on. I mean, it, yeah. it, if they have their money, yeah, 
we're we're going to close them up. That's great. You know, they're gonna they're either going to give me a no, yeah, uh, and you know they obviously aren't. They, those are the people like this. Yeah, I'm not. All I see is a number. The roof's the roof's the roof. Yeah, and they're not going to listen. Yeah, but I'd say over half the people care enough yeah. about their house. Yeah, especially if they're going to be there a while and mm-hmm. forever home. Right. Uh, you know they want they want the best. Yeah, and so they'll hear. How often do you deal with people that have their money already versus you're the first call and then they're going to call the insurance company? Is that pretty 50-50 or what's it, what is it? Well, I, I have a lot of contacts. Mm-hmm. Okay. So um, now from my property managers and things, usually they're calling me and just, you know, head out. Uh, they've probably already talked with their insurance. Okay. Uh, but the insurance agents, a lot of times they're wanting me to save save people from having a claim on the record. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm. And and so that's what I do for the agents is so I'll run a lot of appointments and some of them have damage, some of them don't. Yeah. Uh, so the ones that don't, I explain it to them, hey, you don't have a problem, but I'm building relationships with right. them. Right, right. Um, quick story. Yeah, go ahead. Last week, uh, three and a half years ago, elderly woman's house, she lived alone at the time. Uh, I showed up, three tab roof, Four shingles flapped up, yeah. you know. I get up there. I use some GSL. I seal, I seal them all back down. Get all her shingles done. Came off the roof. Um, and she said, what I owe you? I said, give me a hug. <laughs> okay? Yeah. Last week, she called me up. She says, I get to her house, and her sister's now living with her. Brother's across the street. She said, well, we decided it's time for us to put on a good roof. Is that right? And... One contact closed. Oh, I bet. And and just wrote me a cashier's check. Oh. You know, so, yeah. You know, and Three didn't right way was didn't doesn't question anything. Wasn't looking to another roofer. So build those relationships. With yeah, you. that's awesome. Um, just a couple more of these. I got to ask the objection of I I I just need to think about it, Brad. This is a lot of money for me. You know, especially um, you know. Even even if insurance going to cover all but a couple thousand, I don't have a couple. So how do you handle people that go? I just need some time. Will you will you kind of walk away and give them twenty minutes, or you just go? Okay, I'll give you a call tomorrow. What's what's your approach? Uh, typically, I'm going to if it's real clear to me. Yeah. Uh, now, if it's just more of an excuse, I might try a little harder. Yeah. Say, well, what what have you know? What have I not told you so far that you know? Or I might message them a little bit. You know, get get quieter and say, you know. Um, talk to them that way uh with some empathy you know it, it sounds like you're still uncomfortable with this i mean you know that this is a decision that you have to make mm-hmm. um and and it just appears to me that you're still a little scared uh of pulling the trick so so can you help me understand that mm-hmm. and we might have those types of conversations to try and pull it out Right. And you kind of circle back to what makes brown boys. That's right. So much better. And so then like, what, what have I not told you, you know, because I feel like if I did my job, you're ready to do it. You know, no matter what, you've got to do it. Right. Okay. So waiting a day or two, isn't going to change the decision you need to make. Sure. But now if they're just hardcore flat, I want them, you know, if, if they're that personality that I know, okay, I need to, Give them their couple of days. Yeah. I've already built the value with them. Or they need to soak it in and research it. I may give them a pamphlet and say, hey, that's great. Yeah. Would it be okay if I follow up with you two days from now? Okay. So you set 
the expectation. I'm going to is it okay if I call you in two days? Sure. And I'm sure everyone says, of course, right? Right. Do you get, how many, how what percentage of people do you actually, are you able to get a hold of? Quite a few, they, they'll answer yeah. it? Okay. Yeah. Typically, you know, they know it's me calling. Right. And, and so uh, I'll, I'll, uh, yeah, I'll circle back to them. That's why I said the job Nimbus. That's I'll, right. You said I'll, the program we have at Job Nimbus is I'm putting a note in the file mm -hmm. uh, every time. As soon as I'm out in my car and I'm writing my estimate and everything, I'm typing up a note. Yeah. Okay. If I close the deal, I'm typing a note. Um, and it sends different messages to different people in our production, in our administrative areas. So it's a really great prob program uh, for companies that aren't using it. Sure. Uh, and then... And so anybody, they can take a phone at the office, they can pull it up, and they can see right where I'm at. They can answer questions right. without having to call me. Mm -hmm. uh, and so it's just better service for our customers. Sure. And, and you know, so that's that's what I use a lot. But I'll set that note if I've told him two days from now. I set a task for myself two days from now. Right. And then early in the morning, like I mentioned, I'm looking at those, and I'm, when am I going to call these people in between my appointments? Uh, and what do you set? You go, you know. How do you, what's that for? Ask, call them up. Hey, hey, Tom, have you had a, had a chance to look through all the information and, yeah. and determine that, that we're the best thing for you? Yeah. You know, have you had a chance? You know? Yeah. You just give those positive notes and, you know, even if, a lot of times, even if they hadn't, yeah, you're the only guy calling them back. Right. Right. And then I make that phone call back and they go, hmm, yeah, let's do it. Okay. Yeah. So they just need the time to think about it. Sometimes. Sure. Do you, how many times will you call someone for you? Okay, this is just lost. <laughs> uh, I don't think that way anymore. Is that right? Uh, I used to. Yeah. I used to. And I used to really fret over how our prices. Yeah. You know, man, everybody out there is $1,500 less than me. Yeah. You know, how do I convince people? Why are they going to buy from me? They can buy this. And then I finally learned, well, it costs what it costs. Yeah. And you get what you get. Yeah. And and once I turned that bridge and realized that I'm doing the best thing for people, you know, I'm offering them the best thing. Yeah. I mean, I can't change the cost. Right. But it's the best thing, and it's the best thing for them, so I know I'm doing the right thing. Right. And I think that's the kind of confidence you have to carry into it. And if you do that, it makes people more confident that they're getting what they pay for. It. Right. What was the breakthrough? What made you change your, your that stake of thinking? <laughs> I, you know, I, I don't know. I, I, I think it, what it was is when I first came out of insurance, I was so used to, used to, you know, I didn't get phone calls from roofers. Right. You know, I mean, I'd write a check and people, you know, paid. And I think most companies in my area anyway were right in line with insurance. Mm -hmm. uh, but as the market has changed and it's really the things that we've done to build a company that we know we're giving you the best product. Mm -hmm. We have a lot of people in place that other companies don't have. Mm -hmm. um, and, and it's more business than it is just what we call chucking a truck. Right. Sure. <laughs> Absolutely. That's a, that's a term we've used for many years. I get that in a van. <laughs> There's all sorts of good ones. Yeah. Um, all right. So you get me, you know, I go, okay, I'm signing with you. I, I trust you. Trust Brown Boys. I sign that, that contract. How, how fast can you typically get a, a roof on uh, for for me if I buy from you that day. It what varies. varies yeah. It varies depending on the weather that we've had. Sure. Um, you know, normally, normally if the supplier has it on the yard, we're probably from contract to on the roof in three to four weeks. 
Mm-hmm. Now, how do you avoid a cancellation? A truck in a truck said, oh, I'll get that up there. And tomorrow, just as he's got a... <laughs> I like to tell I like to tell people, well, okay, I, I guess I didn't do I blame it on myself. I okay. guess I didn't do a very good job of explaining value to you. Um, just don't be embarrassed, Tom, to call me three or four years from now when it's coming off. <laughs> so you, you'll be you'll be blunt right there. Yeah, and I'm polite. Quite. I, I'm, if you've made if you've made your decision, you've made your decision. Hey, it and it's your decision. Yeah. You know, it's not on me. I mean, I, sometimes I feel kind of like I didn't do a good job, and I'll take notes. How to, how how could have I changed that? Sure. It's a training rule. You know, but most of the time it's you run into some people that no matter what you say, they're going to find the cheapest thing out there. They're going to, I don't want to pay my deductible. Yeah. You know, and some of them will say that on the front end. Mm-hmm. And those are the guys that either get the hat trick or I just don't give them an estimate. I'm going to say I don't waste my time. How do you how do you handle that? You just kind of walk away and go, maybe it's just not for you. I just I say, well, if you're looking for the cheapest bid, number one, is it's fraud to do what you're asking me to do, so I'm not going to do that. And I can already tell you right now because how we run our business that I'm I'm going to be one of the higher guys. Yeah. So you don't even need an estimate from me. Is that right? You yeah. know. And then I'll walk away, and some of them will go, well, well, wait, wait, what, what, you know. Yeah, and some of those I'll give my time to, and other ones will go, well, all right. And yeah, one I didn't waste my time. Right. That's all right. You know, because book people tend to be headaches, anyway. For extra, <laughs> the rest of it. You know, that's just how it is, right? Um, all right, so, so uh, you know, you, we're, you're scheduled, I'm scheduled for three weeks. How much contact do you have with the, the homeowner at that point? Or is it all production? Or how much are you talking to production? To get that project going, what's the once I turn it once I turn it in, yeah, uh, there's not a lot of contact okay. from me uh, because they know in about three weeks they're going to get a phone call from our production department. It's going to tell them when the roof's going to be loaded. Mm-hmm. Okay, and, and we have a we have a sheet that I go through with them, just what to expect. Right, uh, we run through that whole form where they know that's great. Who's going to call it? So they have that understanding. That's right. So they already have all those understandings and. They've signed them. I've sent them copies. Uh, I do like to run by while the job's happening. Okay. I was going to ask. Yeah. Okay. And those are things that I plan that morning because yeah. the job Nimbus will notify me what's happening. Yeah. And that job's coming up. It'll bling. Okay. We're getting ready to load this. You know, or bling. We're fixing work on this. So I know what day they're there. Yeah. And so those are other things that I throw in with my phone calls and in between my appointments. You just check in uh, and see what's going on or do you actually say hello? Well, I'm doing two things. I'm I'm saying hi. Yeah. You know, but more importantly than that, I'm going to the neighbors. Oh. I go to this house, I go to this house, I go across the street to those three houses. Yeah. If anybody's homes, hey, we're putting on a roof over here. Uh, they had hell damage to the roof. I want you to have my card. If you get any trash in your yard or if they park somewhere they shouldn't or anything like that, just want you to have a contact and we'll take care of it. Right. So you're, you're putting it as a, as a value. I'm here to help you, not just, hey, I'm not ever so many. Yeah. I'm amazed at how many of them, if they're home, I, I go, I just tell them they had hell damage. Yeah. And then, but I'm over here to make sure that we don't cause you any problems. Right. Here's my card. They'll go, they had hell damage? Mm. Oh, yeah. Say, well, yeah, they did. Mm-hmm. He goes, will you check my roof? Certainly can't. I'll make time for you. <laughs> okay, very good. Now, would you, do, do you collect the, the, the second check then? Do you come back? No, and do that? no our company handles. That's great. That's what I'm saying. We have our production. We have a final inspector. Yeah. 
That's all right to make sure it's. So we have a quality control inspector, right. and I've already talked to them about that. And that's the other value, right? When they have someone come. That's out. right. After everything's done, and we've taken all the pictures, trying to make sure it's nailed on perfectly, and you got everything we wanted you to have that we've discussed, and you've seen the products. Yeah. Okay. He's going to come out. He's he's going to look for a nail. Mm -hmm. He's going to try and find a nail in your yard. Yeah. He he's going to lift the shingles. He's going to look for any over overshot nails he's he's gonna look at your gutter and your hvc and your flower beds and everything make sure we didn't damage anything uh and 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 also he'll be collecting that final check that's great so that's all covered with them on the front yeah 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 one great value there i mean just and, total reassurance and it frees us it frees the salesman up or we can be more productive right and i bet that eliminates a lot of callbacks a lot of oh yeah and then you know there's there no nasty phone calls like i think yeah. they start when i started Almost five years ago, we were nine people. Mm -hmm. Okay, uh, we had one guy that was our production department, right? <laughs> right, you know, uh, and he's trying to run the show for three salesmen, right? Um, and all of them crown champion salesmen. <laughs> yeah, so that's correct. Uh, and, and and yeah, the the business man, half the phone calls they got were questions, sure. you know, complaints, you know, just so many things. And now we have supervisors there. We have final quality control. We have our offices. We have job nimbus. We have all those things that we put in place. So it's a business. So it's a smoother running operation. We're getting better every day. That's great. We're not quite there yet. Yeah, you can always get better in every, in every way. Amen. Uh, just a couple of wrap up questions. Brett, uh, what motivates you? You said you retired from insurance. You know why? Why you still grinding every day? What what motivates you is to to do a great job every day? What you know? What what is? I, I don't know. Uh, you know, insurance is opposite. You know, um, I'm constant studies, but I was always in the middle. You know, I was the middle man. You know, got the contractors yelling and cursing me, and I got the people who believe the contractor, who's a crook. You know, uh, cussing me, and so I was always in between. Then I got State Farm yelling at me, and uh, had all those bricks and, um, you know, I, I took a couple months off, but I like to be busy. Yeah. And, and, uh, then Bill called me and, and, uh, it's, it's just been a blessing. Yeah. You know, I mean, I, I, it's the funnest thing I've ever done. Yeah. Is that what keeps you so upbeat every day? You know, even in those long summers or right yeah. after a big storm? And oh, a absolutely. Absolutely. It's just, you know, like I say, the company I'm with, mm -hmm. uh, has made it easy. And, and then, um, I just, the people I work with, uh, and, you know, the competitive spirit that we have, you know, and, and, uh, so as long as I can do it, I'm going to be doing it. Yeah. You never thought you'd be fighting over a wrestling belt. Huh? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> All right. Well, very last question. Uh, you know, you're at, at Expo, we're at Expo right now. You're going to, you're going to meet a lot, you know, you meet a lot of great other salespeople, roofing salespeople. What advice would you give a, a young or a hungry salesperson in the roofing industry? What advice would you give him or her in order to, you know, get to your luck as a crowd champion? I would say pray, determined, truthful, all those things, and don't let fear get in your way. Mm -hmm. Very good. Fear is the thing, I think, that stops most younger people from really achieving, mm -hmm. you know, and, and it hits all of us at some point. There's going to be that conversation that you avoid calling. You know, attack that first. 
Mm -hmm. That's what I'd tell them. Attack that one first uh, and grow. Yeah, get through it, grow. and get it'll, it'll grow. Yeah. Well, excellent. Brad, well, this was really fun. Thank you for coming a little early to sit with me. I, sure. I appreciate it. I know you basically got off an airplane, but this you, you did a great job. I really enjoyed this. Well, I certainly did too, Bob. Awesome. All right. Thank you, sir. Have a great rest of your day. All right. Thank you. I hope you've enjoyed today's show. If so, please like and subscribe on YouTube. If you're on your favorite podcast player, please leave us a five-star review. The two seconds you take to leave a review will help other success-minded contractors like you find us and hopefully get a little bit better, which elevates our entire industry. And please join me for future episodes. This has been The Successful Contractor, powered by CertainPath. Support for this podcast comes from Pulse M and Customer Lobby. Successful Certain Path members like you know the value of thinking like a customer. We've got the tools to help you do just that. Enter Pulse M Plus, combining the power of Pulse M and Customer Lobby to enhance your customer journey by creating value at every touchpoint. We've helped hundreds of Certain Path members like you win and retain more business. Pulse M Plus utilizes Pulse M's industry-leading reputation management capabilities to help you build out the early stages in your customer's journey and maximize your online reputation through Google reviews. Then, Pulse M Plus keeps your customers coming back by incorporating Customer Lobby's powerful retention platform, using postcards, emails, and text messages to send the right message at the right time to encourage repeat business. And as a certain path member, we will waive your setup fees. For more information, please visit get.pulsem.me slash pm dash plus dash certain path. The Successful Contractor Podcast is part of the Certain Path family. Certain Path builds successful home service businesses and has for 23 years. We do it by providing contractors with a proven path to success, professional coaching, software solutions, and a member community of over 1,000 contractors just like you. Doubling your sales with a 20% net profit and an inspiring company culture is all possible. Let us show you the way. With Certain Path, success is made certain. Visit www.mycertainpath.com for more information. Thank you.